0: Hi! <laughs> wow! What an amazing service so far! Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Father. We uh, sorry, Leke. Come on Father, we just thank you. We thank you what you're about to do, Holy Spirit. I pray that you just hover around every single person in this room today, Lord. And Lord, as we're going to, as I'm going to speak about mental health, Lord, I lift all of those and all of us go. Through um, ups and downs, Lord, and I ask for a special anointing of healing, Lord, to calm and uh, your peace would come upon us today. That passes all understanding, Almighty God. Just, just lift your hands up as we just receive that peace. Come on, guys. Holy Spirit's here and He's been here all along, and uh, He just wants to. We don't want to leave, Lord, the way that we came in. I don't know about you, but I don't want to leave. The way I come in, Amen. So, Lord, would just say, "Have your way," in Jesus' name? Okay, I'm not going to be long. Famous last words, isn't it? We have got some feedback there. Um, I'm going to speak today um, about Elijah, and we're going to. I'm going to read first of all. The sermon's called "God's Got You Covered." Just look at someone and say, "God's Got You Covered." You know. I don't know about you, but everything I've ever been through since I've become a Christian, God has always brought me through. Amen? Amen. I don't know where you all are at right now, um, but wherever you are, and if you are at the moment in a pit, if you feel like you're in a pit, you feel like you're in trouble, you feel like things are coming against you, then God has is, is, is got you covered and he's bringing you out. There's a lovely psalm that reminds me of When I uh, got saved, became a Christian, I can't remember what psalm it is now. Someone's going to shout it out in a minute. And he says, he took me out of the slimy pit. And imagine a slimy pit. If it's slimy and wet, how would you get out of that? That is supernatural. And I was in that slimy pit and he reached down and he lifted me out. Amen. I don't know if anyone's there right now in this place today or watching. I don't know if you're in a slimy pit today, but God says he will bring us out. Amen? He will bring us through. And we know that the, uh, there's, there's a, a release of the demonic, and I don't want to big up, uh, you know, lift up Satan today. But there is a, a big release of more and more de- demons because of what's going on. Yeah? I'm not being over spiritual. It's happening. I can feel it. Uh, you know with this COVID, this new. You know, come on, what is going on? All these vaccines. I'm not saying don't take your vaccine, by the way. But it's scary, yeah. But you know what? He says, "Do not fear. Do not fear. I will lift you out of the slimy pit." Amen. God has got us covered. I'm going to read from First Kings 19, uh, from verse one to I think it's verse 14. Yeah, verse 14. Elijah flees to Horeb. Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, if by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like one of them. So Jezebel is out to kill him. Yeah, what comes in fear? We're going to deal with that as well today. So it was a demonic onslaught against Elijah, an assignment to take him out of his calling and his purpose. Okay, but you know what? Nothing can take you out of your calling or your purpose. Amen. Tolu and Leke. Nothing can take you out of your calling and your purpose. Amen. And I do believe, I, I, you know, I didn't kind of match the sermon to what's going on, but when I thought about it and I seek God about it, I believe you're going to get something from this today. Amen. So Elijah, verse 3, was afraid and he ran for his life. <laughs> Imagine it. When he came to Bathsheba in Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went on a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it and prayed that he might die. Come on, Elijah. What's going on? He's praying that he's going to die. I, I don't know if anybody's been there. <laughs> Come on, let's take off the mask today. Let's not pretend there's not that our mental health doesn't go up and down. That's what I want to encourage you today. I'm not saying speaking it over us, but just to, you know, accept we're going to have mountains, we're going to have valleys, but you know, God will always pull us out. He'll always pull us out of the valley. Come on. Say, God is taking me out of the valley. God is taking, speak it over yourself. Amen. So he says, he prayed he might die. I've had enough, Lord. (laughs) Anyone ever feel like that? I've had enough, Lord. He said, "Take my life. I'm no better than me ancestors." Then he lay under the bush and he fell asleep. Wow. Been ever been there when you? I rem, it just reminds me of uh, lots of stuff that we've all been through. I've been through a lot of stuff in my life, but probably the most horrific stuff is having cancer, but surviving. Amen. Twice. And um, and I remember when you get you know anxious and stuff, and then and then you go to sleep and you wake up and it's not as bad. Amen. You know? So that gift of sleep, so important for our mental health. So I don't know if I'm speaking to somebody today. You need to get your sleep. Amen. So all at once. Now, come on. He's saying, I want to die. All at once. Just like that. An angel touched him. Guys, you've got angels around you. Amen. When the devil sends an assignment against you, the Lord sends his angels. When the devil sends an assignment against you, Leke, Tolu, everyone else, God is ready to send his angels. Amen. Amen. And we have got the victory because of the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. And the angel said, get up and eat. Yeah, we need to eat properly. Amen. (laughs) We need to eat. We need to get up when we're on the floor. We need to find the strength to get back up again. Don't stay down. He looked around and there by his head was some baked bread over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down. Supernatural, angel, supernatural food, water. Why? Because Elijah was walking in the will of God. Elijah was a servant of God. Amen? He served God. Elijah was obedient to God. When we're obedient to God and we serve God, and we do as much as we can to do what he says, then all this stuff starts to take place, all the supernatural stuff in our life. Amen? We are just winners. Would you agree? Amen. Tell yourself, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. winner. So he, he, he ate and he drank and then he lay down again. So he was getting his rest, his self care, and the Lord was looking after him. Amen? The angel of the Lord come back a second time and touched him. And he said, get up. He touched him. The Lord touched him. Get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So there's a time of rest, lekai and Tolu. There'll be a time when you need to rest. Hallelujah. He was strengthened by that food and he travelled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave. And he spent the night. the Lord and, and the word of the Lord come to him, so God starts talking to him, "What are you doing here, Elijah? You think God didn't know what He was doing there? Of course he did. He wanted to hear Elijah, and he wanted to hear Elijah speak to him, He wanted to hear Elijah tell him where he was at. He replied, "I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty." I could just so relate to that. You know, after I, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I thought, oh my God, I've been too zealous for the Lord, you know. <laughs> I shouldn't have done, that, done this and I shouldn't have done that. But you know what? God just brings us through. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I'm the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. That was a lie from the enemy. He believed the lies of the enemy. And we can't believe the lies of the enemy. Some of us are believing lies. This was the word and the spirit coming together. Because the Lord said, go out, stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is about to pass by. Amen. And the Lord is passing by today. Amen. Don't let him pass you by. Don't leave until you get... What you need. Be like Jacob says, I'm not going to move until you bless me. Amen. So the word and the spirit coming together, God speaking and his presence around Elijah. Then a great and powerful wind torn the mountains apart, shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord wasn't in the earthquake. And the after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak, imagine it, over his face. And he went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. He replied, I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars. I think I've read that story already. No, I haven't. I, and, and put your prophets to the death with the sword. I am the only one left and now they're trying to kill me too. So Elijah's petrified, yeah? Um, and then the Lord just tells him what to do next. God meets Elijah at his point of need. He ministers to Elijah who's feeling depressed and suicidal. Elijah, a great man of God, depressed and suicidal. Can you imagine that? We, people don't see you or me when we're in when we're going through stuff yeah so we could be on the mountaintop one minute and the valley the next it just proves it yeah he was depressed his depression came shortly after doing some very amazing things for god now i don't want to put you off guys (laughs) But, you know, God brought him through. God brought him out. I'm not saying some people can be depressed. It's very difficult to get out of. But eventually, God will bring us through. Amen? He has to, because it's in his promise. He said, I am your healer. Amen? He has to. That's why we have to press in. We can't just give up. We have to press in. Amen? So, I'm trying to condense this now and finish. Um, so, let's have a look. What, how Elijah used God... Powerfully, how God used Elijah very powerfully. He prayed for rain in a seven-year drought, and it came. He just called down actual fire from heaven. Because of him, the nation of Israel turned back to God. He took out, he killed 850 pagan prophets of Baal. No wonder the enemy came like a flood, amen? But when the enemy comes like a flood, God says, I will raise up a standard against it. Come on. He outran the king's chariot. Supernatural speed. He didn't even die naturally. (laughs) He got taken up. Amen. Wow. God can use anyone who yields to him. Even though sometimes we might be low and we might be fearful. Fearful. Amen. But but it had been so good for Elijah. The power and the anointing was on him. But then, boom. Queen Jezebel, and there might be someone in your life, I'm just going to flow in the spirit, that has an effect on you. Queen Jezebel, nothing else bothered him. He took out 850 pagan witches, wizards. But Queen Jezebel says one word, one fret, and he went to pieces. And I don't know, I'm hearing the spirit now, that if there's something in your life, there's someone in your life that's able to pull you down like that. Amen. We need to deal with that today before we leave. Hallelujah. It might be a threat of illness hanging over you. It might be a diagnosis. It might be your mental health. I don't know the state of your mental health. You might be depressed. You might be suicidal. I don't know. The Holy Spirit's speaking now. Not me. But don't leave this way, the same way you come in. I'm not saying, you know, we we do go through stuff. You might be lonely. You might be lonely. That's horrible when we're lonely amen let the lord minister today look at the state elijah was in and but look what god did he took him out and he used him again he repaired him he restored him he spoke life into him and he put him back in his right mind amen we all know what it's like to feel all over the place When they diagnosed me with cancer, I was like, I can't believe this has happened. The second time, I'm like, wow. I know that it got me through the first time. That was totally supernatural. But you know what? When we serve him, when we sacrifice ourselves for him, we're going to see the supernatural. Amen? We're going to see God bring us through. We don't, don't expect to go out and sin and sin and sin. Sorry, I'm not being horrible. But um, the Holy Spirit speaking, if you're in a life of sin, I'm not saying I'm holy 100%, you know what I mean? But the basic stuff, we need to be obedient to God. If we're going to be in, be in fully. Amen? Amen. Otherwise God can't give you the blessing exactly what he wants to. He loves you the same. He loves us the same. But to step into that supernatural blessing of God, to claim what's rightfully ours, We have to walk in that authority to claim it. We can't be one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. Amen. So um, I think I'm really more or less (laughs) finished with I had five pages. Um, Let me just see. So (laughs) the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. But Jesus came to give us life. And what? Give it more abundantly. Amen. But I'm just taking that abundant life. Amen. Hallelujah. We can choose to be upset and worried and fearful. And yeah, there's a time for that. But there's a time also. And if I were you, I would just go for that abundant life. Say, you know what? No weapon, no word, no plan, fashion against me shall prosper And every tongue that rises up against me shall fall and be condemned. And I speak that over myself and my family and over this church every morning. Amen? And anyone else that comes to my mind. We have to use the word of God. We can't just sit there, oh yeah, you know, it's going to be all right. I'm going to say a little prayer. No, it's okay to pray quietly. you don't have to be like me. That's just who I am and who God made me to be. But. Use the word of God. It's carrying power. It's living and active. Amen. It's not just ordinary words. I tell where I work in the prison It's a chaplain, I tell them, I get an ordinary piece of paper. I say the words on this is, is ordinary words. But these words in this Bible carry an anointing. It carries power. And it carries the power to change your life. Amen. It carries power to transform us. Amen. It carries power to heal us deliver us and turn our lives around like you would never believe it. So I'm just encouraging someone today to to just turn to Jesus. Turn to Jesus because you will not regret it. I've never regretted becoming a Christian. I've regretted many things in my life, but I've never regretted becoming a Christian. Amen. Maybe if there was another place, we might have all gone to the other place. I don't know. But you know what I mean, where it's easier. Because you will go through stuff when you're a Christian, but at least we have the Lord to get us out of that that slimy pit So thank God, you know, Elijah was restored and he was continued to be used by God in a mighty way. But he went through a period of depression. I'm not saying you have to go through depression, but there will be times when we're low, times when life events happen and it hits us, isn't it? Like a hammer. Press into the Lord. Amen. Things like divorce, separation, bereavement, sickness, come. And they go. Hopefully they, none of those things will come on you. Amen. But they, we may have to go through some of those things. But you know what? We come out, in my experience, better than we was before. When we press into the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He believed the lies of the enemy, that he was the only prophet left. This devil's the father of lies. And one of the questions I wanted to ask was, what are you believing what are you believing about yourself? Whose lies are you believing? Are you believing the report of the Lord that says you are fearfully and wonderfully made? Or what the enemy tries to tell us? Or other people might have said about us. Amen? So, I am going to actually finish so that you can have some ministry time. So I'll just believe that, you know, God wants to deal with, with some of the things that maybe I've covered today, briefly, what we believe about ourselves, what we believe others think about ourselves, that can really affect our mental health. Would you agree? Yeah? <laughs> what does she like me? Why didn't she say hello? Does Pastor like me? Why didn't she speak to me today? Well, she's probably busy with like, lots of <laughs> other people. Even notice, but our minds can play havoc, amen. God wants to touch us today, He wants to heal us today, and some of us might even believe, even what we believe about whether God loves us, you know. But I can assure you, God loves us so much more than we can love our own children. God's reassured Elijah that there were 7,000 more people in Israel that would stand by him when he believed there was no one. And if the enemy can, he'll get you to believe the lies of the enemy. Amen. God sees a bird's eye view of our lives. When I had cancer, he saw in me in the future. Amen. I couldn't see it. Hallelujah. So what I'd say today is don't stay down. And I know that's easier said than done when you're depressed. But if you are depressed, if you are um, struggling with mental health, go and see, speak to a leader in the church and get prayer, get help, get some counselling. There's nothing wrong with that. And most of all, as well, press into God. Allow others to help you and to minister to you. Call on your angels. Amen? Call on the angels. We've got authority to call in angels. Did you know that? We've got authority to send angels to places. You've got a purpose in your life. Despite our current circumstances, God had a plan for Elijah's life, even after all of that. And he has a plan for you. Elijah was not finished and neither are you. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.